0: The Herald Sun Supercoach AFL Captain. Loyalty is for losers.
1: It is time for another Supercoach podcast. Tristan Fernanda here with Fremantle Champion Paul Hazelby, who's learning the hard way with these buys in Supercoach. G'day to you, Hayes. How's your team held up throughout this tough period?
0: Well, I must admit I struggled the first buy round. I got a I think I came a hundred thousandth in the competition, <laughs> which wasn't great. I had one player, Nick Rewalt, was on my in my lineup and he didn't actually play, so that was uh, wasn't great. But then I learnt. I'm a quick learner, backed it up on the weekend, had my best 18 players in position. I actually got 10,000th for that round, so I jumped 90,000 spots. And if I continue that, I'll be winning this Supercoach competition very shortly.
1: Indeed, I was going to say the only way was up after you recorded your 100,000th place. No need to rub it in there, come on. Nevertheless, it's good to see you on an upward spiral. You did make an important point, though. 18 of 22 players count uh, this week, or throughout this three-week period. And I reckon the important thing to really highlight for super coaches out there is that you can trade in players who've already had their buy and they're going to give you value not only this week but also next week as well.
0: Yeah, it's that time of year, isn't it, when you want to trade in the right type of players and you want to make sure that they are playing and they're playing well. And I think uh, that's what I did over the last round and I'm going to look to do that again this week and try and get the best combination that I can to go forward. Running out of picks, though, I must admit, Mm -hmm. I've uh, used my three over the weekend to get them in, but it is now where you want to really start to settle on that final lineup
1: just want to pick your brain about some Fremantle players because you've got your finger on the pulse at your former club and Nat Fife has been the focus of much discussion. Is he injured? He's not clearly playing at the heights that he's reached in previous years. Can he discover that form once again?
0: Look, he's been in my team for the whole year and I started off with him captain. I quickly learned that he's not back to his absolute best. I don't think he's going to get much better than what he's doing. He's been consistent. He's still averaging around that 100 mark but there's no, something that's not quite right with him. He's carrying something. I don't think he's getting as much training load in as he would like Mm -hmm. and he's just lost that explosiveness around the contest and he's kicking, particularly in Supercoach. You've got to kick well, he just hasn't looked right. This is the
1: Supercoach Podcast with Paul Hazelby. Remember, loyalty is for losers. Hayes.
0: Yeah, I just think I watched him last week. He was going for a screamer, and last a couple of seasons ago, we just would have gone right over top, but he's not even getting close at the moment. So you wouldn't be trading him in at this time, but for those that have him in, in your lineup already, I think he's a safe bet. To keep him in, he'll consistently get those good scores. What about
1: someone like Aaron Sanderlands? Is it time that people cut ties with the, the big ruckman from the Dockers?
0: No, I don't think so. He'll be back after the bite. They've given him three weeks to recover. He is getting old. He's 34, so every time you look at him from a week-to-week basis, you've got to consider Consider that, but at his best, he's still going to get a lot of hit outs, and he does do very well with the hit outs to advantage. I'd be keeping him in there for now, but going forward, if he does play again next year, I think you've got to be mindful that he's got an ageing body.
1: Super coaches out there are looking for trade-down options at this point in time to try and free up a bit of cash. What can you tell us about Brennan Cox, who's set to make his debut against Brisbane? And also, give us your thoughts on Luke Ryan's debut last week.
0: Yeah, Luke Ryan was pretty good, wasn't he? He's a good decision-maker in the back line. I think sometimes you can get those players that share the ball, and we know the Dockers do kick it around a bit. He didn't get a lot of the ball last week, but as he grows in confidence, I think him and Lee Spur and Michael Johnson and Hamling will start to share the ball a little bit more and it is great to see another debutant for the Fremantle Dockers Brennan Cox comes in, they're similar players so they're probably going to compete for the same spot but Brennan Cox has a bit more of an ability to go into the forward line and play that role but it is hard for young players to succeed in the forward line so let's hope that he does play around the halfback line but what we do know from Ross Lyon is I don't think they're too concerned with the results for the remainder mm-hmm. of the year they're going to play kids so if these kids are doing a half decent job they'll remain in the side
1: Let's take a look back on the stars of round 11, the top five in order. Josh Kelly, Charlie Dixon, Dustin Martin, Joel Selwood and Patrick Dangerfield. No surprises about four of them. Charlie Dixon can be a little bit up and down, but uh, if you had the other four in your team and uh, enjoyed their success over the journey, uh, chances are you're going fairly well.
0: Yeah, I got him into my team last week, Charlie Dixon, so it was a good time. He's had a great season, hasn't he? He's much maligned, but he's doing everything. He's taking marks, he's tackling, and now he's starting to have that scoreboard impact as well. Josh Kelly was also in my side. I was very happy with that, 176. It's just the effectiveness that gets him such a big score. We know he gets the ball, but he makes really good decisions, hardly turns it over. Didn't have Dustin Martin, didn't have Selwood, but Patrick Dangerfield's been a lock in my team for the majority of the season. 149 as captain, certainly good reward there.
1: Well, you spoke about your rise uh, over this bye period. It's important for captains to choose, uh, for players to choose their captains wisely. And uh, I tell you four who should come into the mix for your selection: uh, Ablett, Mitchell, Rockcliffe, and Pendlebury, all of whom. Uh, Mightily consistent and who are likely to score you uh, those valuable points.
0: Yeah, they all play good against the opposition they're coming up against. Gary Ablett, we know he loves playing against the Hawks. He averages 152, so he gets a bit of freedom from them. Tom Mitchell, he's been consistent across the whole year, so he's another one that people should look to get into their side. I had Tom Rockcliffe in in my outfit going into the season, but with his injuries, I've had to push him out. But I think as he comes back in, he's going to get back to his best form. He's a really good, consistent point. Scorer, And the increase in form from Scott Pendlebury has been massive as well. More midfield time now and starting to get some confidence. And their midfield, I saw him live last week for the first time in a while, just really working well together.
1: Speaking about a few other pies of interest, uh, Callum Brown, son of Gavin, set to debut on the Queen's birthday stage. He's just $117,000. And Matt Scharenberg looks like he might consolidate a spot, especially with Goldsack now out for the best part of two or three weeks. He's at $164,000, so they might attract a little bit of interest from super coaches. They certainly
0: will. sharonberg has been building towards something and uh, only averages 56 points, but um, at that price, I think he's worth having in the lineup. and they will get some extended time in the team, given that they do have some injury concerns as well. And Callum Brown, well, his old man was an absolute superstar. He's going to go through the midfield and the forward line. Certainly value there.
1: Looking ahead to next week, we've spoken about the Dockers as far as West Australian sides are concerned. What's wrong with West Coast? Who needs to lift and why?
0: Well, a few of their midfielders need to lift, don't they? Lewis Jetta came back into the lineup. He's been better and actually playing with a bit of intensity. Whether you can rely on him to be consistent, I'm not quite sure. But their midfield has been thrown around a fair bit lately. You have Elliot Yo that goes in and out of there. Matt Pretis has been a mainstay for a lot of people for a long time, but he started in the forward line, so I know he signed a contract throughout the week. But I'd be reluctant to go with a player like that because I think he's going to now spend more time out of the midfield area. Sam Mitchell's always consistent, but he hasn't been at his absolute brilliant best this year with the West Coast Eagles the one on the up is Dom Sheed i would be looking to get him into the side he's now going to be a mainstay of the starting midfield, he's been getting it 30 times and starting to kick goals as well
1: Any other pearls of wisdom before we let you go?
0: No, I've given you my all And you've
1: given us some absolute gold as well Great to have Frio champion Paul Hayes will be back on the Supercoach podcast, go well this weekend, remember loyalty is for losers we'll catch you next time here on the Supercoach podcast